baby steps to your podcast app, baby steps to download, baby steps to press play, baby steps to listen to this episode of the Retro Rewind (laughs) Podcast. Sorry. I'm a podcast. A podcast. Podcast. Mission identified. What's about Sorry. 1991. Converse I was like, why are they baby steps to the app? Baby steps press play. They're already done that if they're listening. Go ahead. I think he was trying to play the set. Welcome to the Retro Rewind podcast, where we rewind back to movies and video games from 15 or more years ago so that we can let you know whether they're still worth revisiting today. You can find the show notes for this episode at RetroRewindPodcast.com slash 88. There you can leave us a comment on the episode. You can find links to subscribe and review us on iTunes and Stitcher Radio. And you can also find links to support us on Patreon and PayPal. Uh, speaking of which, for this episode, our our reflux capacitor was given a novelty t-shirt. Not sure why, but we appreciate it. Provided by our patrons, Brian Keating, Two Dudes in the Nest, Deborah Powers, Jared Holzhauer, Chris Cowan, and a secret patron as well. Thank you all so much for helping us get closer and closer to our web hosting and media hosting goal. And that novelty t-shirt. And that novelty t-shirt, yes. My name is... Francisco Ruiz. I'm a dad, designer, and I dislike Dreyfus diagnosing death. And I predicted that What About Bob would be such a tragic movie. And I'm joined, as always, by my good friend and co-host, Paul, the master interrupter powers. Paul, how's your psychosis today? I feel good. I feel great. I feel wonderful. I feel good. I feel great. I feel wonderful. I feel good. I feel great. I feel wonderful. Great, Paul. Um, my trivial question for you is... Great. I feel wonderful. Fantastic. Uh, director Frank Oz wanted actor Patrick Stewart to play Dr. Leo Marvin. Oh, interesting. Which in the end was cast with star Richard Dreyfus. Paul, who would you bet on winning a battle of wits? Yoda or Captain Picard? Yoda. He has much more experience and age. Yeah, but doesn't uh, Picard have more diplomacy and I don't know. I guess Yoda could force power his way through the Battle of Wits. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, was, I, I thought it was a compelling question. No, sorry. <laughs> but Not here. I'll just move on to our compelling guest host. Uh, we'd like to welcome back to the show Chris Cowan. Hi, Chris. Hi, don't hassle me. I'm on vacation. (laughs) Funny you should mention that, Chris, uh, who I should have said is uh, host of the Pop Mockers podcast. Um, But my trivial question for you, Chris, is the slogan on Bob Wiley's, Bill Murray's, a yellow and blue, light blue t-shirt is, don't hassle me, I'm local. Chris, what is your favorite t-shirt that you have? Oh, man, that's a tough one. Um... I don't. I don't do any T-shirts that have um, words or logos on them. Really? Okay. Uh, with the exception of, uh, I have a. Okay, that's okay. With the exception of the ones like, uh, other than the ones I get from work. Oh sure. I've got like twenty from work. I've worked there eleven years. Um, other than superheroes. Oh. And the uh, Lego Spaceman logo. Um, oh, that's a good one. 
And uh, but which one is my favorite? That is a tough one. Probably my Superman shirt. Oh, okay. Because I just feel Fair. like I can handle anything. Except for kryptonite. No, even that. Even that. Whoa. Okay. Yep. All right. Slow down there, Clark. All right. Well, welcome back to the show, Chris. Thanks for being here. <laughs> I don't know why I made it sound like you're done. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, it's been great, guys. I'll uh, catch you. I feel like I always do that when you're joining us. But, Paul, will you please enter our course don't for worry, Alice? I'll- I'll keep showing up just like Bob Wiley. So oh, good. I'm gl- you can't, oh, wait. You can't get rid of me oh, that easy. Oh, great. <laughs> uh, Paul, of course, Alice, go. Alice. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was trying to segue off that. It just did not work at all. Oh, you know what I forgot, guys? What are your predictions? Jeez, silly me. Uh, let's start with Paul. What was your prediction for what about Bob? Classic. Okay, classic for classic. you. Oh, yeah, okay, Blast. I got that, Paul. Okay. Chris, what was your prediction for this movie? I grew up with this movie. Um, despite my parents limiting the 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 types of shows, like we weren't allowed to watch anything that wasn't PBS. Okay. But somehow, like, <laughs> my parents loved this movie. Really? Despite some of the possibly, you know, uh, offensive language or whatever. Rat face! Yeah. Oh, um, gosh. <laughs> And uh, and so I grew up with this movie. My parents loved it. Um, so it's hard not to predict it as a classic. All right. Well, thanks. <laughs> I'm I'm glad. Uh, that's okay. All right. You know what? I, I am go. a minority, and now I'm in the minority. So it, uh, it suits me. No worries. <laughs> go ahead, Paul, with our course for Alice. All right, Alice. Let's have a roundtable discussion on what about Bob. I mean, really, what about Bob? And uh, that should take uh, most of the time. And then we'll talk about our new tube and uh, have an announcement or two. All right, cool, Alice. So uh, bring up that target for us. Alert, alert. Target located. Spoilers incoming. Engaging retro rewired reactor. Touchstone Pictures asks, what do you do when a summer house guest Hi, I'm Bob. becomes a real house pest? Come on, Bob, get up. Bob. You can take him boating. I'm sailing. Keep sailing, Bob. Take him jogging. <laughs> and if he still doesn't take the hint. What are you doing with the rifle? Take no chances. Death therapy, Bob. Bill Murray, Richard Dreyfus. what about Bob? People have wanted me to leave, but no one's ever wanted to kill me. How do you know? Rated PG. What about Bob? Bob wouldn't leave us, and some memories don't leave us about the movies we cover. So because of that, we get our mind-meld memory synopsises. And here's what we had for What About Bob. A P psychiatrist gives another P psychiatrist, Richard Dreyfus, one of his patients, Bill Murray, who is agoraphobic just before Dreyfus leaves on vacation. Bob chants, I'm good. I'm great. I am wonderful while some random guy passes in front of him cursing. Murray winds up being so pleased with Dreyfus's help in such a short time that he tracks him down and stalks him during the vacation for more treatment. I'm a sail. I'm sailing. Everyone loves Bob, and Dreyfus still doesn't. After turning Dreyfus's family against him, Bob drives Dreyfus to madness and causes him to blow up the family cabin. 
and Dr. Leo goes basket weaving crazy. Um, some of that was correct. Some of it was incepted. As the usual. Uh, but Paul, what wasn't incepted in terms of technical specifications for the production? Wow, you went a totally different direction than I thought you were going. <laughs> Right, the technicals on What About Bob is rated PG. It runs 100, never mind, it runs an hour and 39 minutes. It was released in theaters on May 17th, 1991. And it was directed by Frank Oz. And it stars Bill Murray, Richard Dreyfuss, uh, Julia Haggerty, Charlie Corsmo, and a few other people you may or may not recognize. Cool. And uh, I want to say that we've covered uh, some other movies that these people have been in, like Bill Murray was Phil Connors in Groundhog Day, RetroRewindPodcast.com slash 73. Charlie Corsmo was William Lichter in Can't Hardly Wait. That's slash 65. Can't feel my legs. Can't feel my legs. Yeah, that guy. And Frank Oz was the voice of Yoda in Star Wars, that's Slash 79, voice of the Wise Men from Labyrinth in Slash 13, and the voice of Miss Piggy, Fozzie Bear, Animal, Sam the Eagle, and among several other voices in the Muppet movie, which is RetroRewindPodcast.com Slash 41. So go back and check out those episodes if you've missed them. Who was he in Labyrinth? The Wizard of Oz. (laughs) We haven't done the Wizard of Oz, Chris. Um, He was the Wise Men, the guy with the bird on his head oh, okay yeah all right this movie the budget for this movie was about 35 million dollars and it went on to gross over 60 million dollars and plus rentals was about 30 million dollars all right so about double it nice cool uh well guys now that we have the technicals out of the way uh let's talk about you know what we liked about what about bob and let's start with our guest host chris all right. Um, so this movie, I I grew up with this movie. My parents watched. Um, like like I said, my parents basically we watched it frequently throughout my childhood. Um, and there's a lot I think to like about this movie. So uh, one thing I really liked was um, it's just it's classic Bill Murray. It's just like Bill Murray. It's so so Bill Murray. <laughs> <laughs> it exudes Murray Bills. It it bleeds Murray. Okay. Um, <laughs> no, that's zombie land. And, uh, oh, right, that's right. <laughs> nice pull, Paul. Paul. Um, so, like that's that to me. If you like Bill Murray, I think this is this is just classic him. So. Okay, Paul, how did you feel about Bill Murray in this? Bill Murray is my classic maker. Oh, that was quick. <laughs> Well, thanks for leading that up to it. Let's get right to the point. Bob, I mean, just the way he's a likable guy in this, and it it, enjoy watching him going every direction. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Cool, guys. Uh, All right. Let's talk about what we hated. I'm, well, are you guys ready for that? I mean, I was good. I saw, I had a couple things I liked about this movie. Oh, really? That's shocking. (laughs) But, uh, Paul, let's hear something else you liked. Uh, that wasn't oh, your classic man. maker, apparently. Yeah, there's so many moments. Like, when the dad is chasing after the daughter, 
And then all of a sudden he breaks out the puppets. I mean, yeah. it was just—I <laughs> thought it was absolutely hilarious. Yeah. It's just like it's kind of so weird and out there, but yeah. just funny. It's like, are you kidding me? Yeah, that that was definitely weird and out there. I agree. Um, <laughs> something I liked, you know, something I, I genuinely liked about what about Bob was uh, Doctor Marvin's family. Like, I, I liked the mom and the sister and the the little boy. Um, in fact, my favorite line was when uh, Bill Murray's character said, um, I think I'll be quiet. And then Sigmund, uh, played by says Charlie Corson, says I'll be yeah. peace. I, that was pretty <laughs> funny. Um, so that's that's what I liked about this movie. Um, I mean, one of the things I liked. Uh, let's go back to Chris. Um, kind of along the same lines, there's there's... I thought the characters were great. Like they were really uh well developed and interesting. Like you can really see the believability of this psychiatrist who thinks he's got everything figured out mm. and and kind of like, you know, he's at the peak of his game. He's, you know, got the book, he's got the Good Morning America interview and like kind of letting that get to his head and seeing how that that contrasts with how out of touch he is with his own kids and his own family. Right. And then like that whole, like that whole character is, I loved that. Um, and then uh, kind of like his family is great. The characters there are, are great and believable. And, and then Bob being like, he's totally crazy, but he's so likable. And so, um, so friendly and just see I loved seeing how his character came out as the one that everybody loved even though he's got nothing together and everybody hates Dr. Leo even though he's got everything together supposedly you know what that's an interesting contrast and I will agree that um, that Bob certainly starts out being likable I, I can't disagree with that um, and I, I want to go uh, ahead because uh, Chris mentioned one of uh, the, my things that I wrote down, and you alluded it to, Francisco, that the kids, the actors, are mm-hmm. very believable as kids, yeah. their own age. Yeah, and it's like you don't often yeah. see that. It's yeah. a it's a level, I guess, it's almost honesty, but it's like very believable that someone that age would act like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. the, usually the, it's over the top or under the top, but I, I thought it was it was very well done. Siggy might have been a little like. Kind of, almost a little bit on the end of like the the little kid who's like maybe a little bit smarter than you know a kid that age might be. You know his vocabulary seemed a bit advanced, but um, oh, I didn't think so. But look who his dad is too. Yeah, that's a good point. It's believable in that context. Yeah, and that's funny that you thought it was so believable, and I, I would agree with that because the daughter is the real age yeah. of the daughter is only ten years younger than the mom. So that, oh, I, I wouldn't have guessed that, but so just an interesting tidbit. Huh. Um, let's go back to Chris. What's something else you liked? Um, you're all out of stuff you liked, Francisco? I have my classic maker, but yes, uh, otherwise. Right. <laughs> um, I loved the, oh, what was their last name? The the old couple who'd saved oh, the yeah. house. The gut- I yes. loved, uh, speaking of characters I loved, like, mm-hmm. I loved and I loved that line 
<laughs> she's all like, son of a, and oh yeah, and every single she time he's like, <laughs> she never says that. <laughs> like, yeah. so good. Obviously, she does because she just <laughs> did only, it twice. <laughs> only one referring to him. Well, that's not yeah. never, is it? Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you have Do you have more, Paul? Oh yeah, I like the uh, the cameo appearance by the first original Game Boy. That oh, was again, fun to yeah. see that. <laughs> We're two for but two there, now. There are many. I was surprised how many laugh out loud moments I had. Yeah. I mean, just like the the physical comedy of like when Bob's trying to to swim and he swims like right under the pier and keeps <laughs> <Yeah>. going, <laughs> or when he's jumping on top of. Uh, Leo's back trying to get him to yeah. uh, to to breathe again. <laughs> yeah. So what I didn't get, why didn't as much as Dr. Leo, Dr. Marvin didn't like Bob, when he had the chance when he's waking him up, why didn't he do the same thing to Bob by like like totally like smashing into his back? That seems like it would have been like Oh, that's just. horrible. Well, but I mean, as no, much because as you, it wasn't ill it was there was no ill and there was no bad intention because he wasn't going to be also, violent towards him he was just trying to wake him up like he had right to the point where he was actually trying to do physical harm not yet and yeah with his, his son in the room and the the wife behind the you whole know, family was in the room when he is like squashing was, him on the yeah, couch that was to save his life yeah they were all they were all encouraging him to do that I have not taken the CPR class, but I don't think Heimlich would have approved of crushing a person's spine. No, they didn't. No, he's okay. doing it wrong. But all, right. all the family's encouraging him. So what are you doing? You're, everyone's doing yeah. what they think is best. I'm sorry. That's I'm, the I'm whole sorry point getting of off on a film. tangent. I'm sorry. But I'll, 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 I'll rein myself back in. I'll wait. Um, but Do okay, you, you like that. That's fine. Um, <laughs> let's I thought it was funny when the guy recognized him from TV, and he's like, "Ha!" Ah. Yes, <laughs> like twice. They yeah, were like, oh, hey, I saw you on TV, and like totally ignore Doctor Leo. I love that. Yeah. Um, and I I loved how uncomfortable that uh, the Good Morning America interview was. Like just <laughs> like how believable. Like because you've seen people in those situations, or maybe yeah. you've been in those situations where you're like in in the public eye or something like you're in front of an audience and you're super uncomfortable or awkward and you're like not knowing what to do bob sits in his seat and he's like kind of half leo dr leo's half sitting half standing and has to be like kind of waved down and like just the whole like he's got his line that he memorized ahead of time that like, just says out totally yeah. awkward and uh i just i loved that that whole thing was so um so good yeah it was so something um all right uh paul back to you as someone who was it was supposedly has everything together to show them in a way where they wouldn't you know yeah you know and you know that's true i i i think they did i mean we sort of said this already but i do think they do a the movie does a good job of doing this counterplay of the the person who you think looks normal but all these things sort of go wrong for them and the person yeah. that's not normal at all everything seems to go well for them um yeah. they sort of switching yeah roles i guess right yeah totally which is the whole point of the movie and they do a good job of it so <laughs> sure 
Uh, let's see. Uh, do you guys have? I mean, you guys can keep going. I'm yeah. like I said, I only have my classic maker left. I'm out. I the only other thing I had before the classic maker was just the uh, that watching it again uh-huh. after after it's been some time has passed. Like just there's jokes I didn't get when I was a kid. Oh, like, nice. So it was fun to kind of be like, oh, okay, that's that. Like I that totally went over my head as a kid, Mm -hmm. and now I can totally appreciate that. Like now that I understand the concept, that's cool. Nice. Do do any come to mind? Fun. No, none. Yeah. uh, One thing that I don't, I didn't remember before was the whole thing of Doctor Leo trying to teach the son how to dive. Like it was a big deal for him, and then Bob just does it. I didn't remember quite the dynamic of yeah. okay, that's supposed to be a father son specialty, yeah. and, and Bob just kind of gets in there and yeah. does it. <laughs> well, and I loved the like the subtlety of like he's so proud of the fact that he's got it together that like when he's first taking his son out to try to dive, he comes out and he's like, even though I have all this stuff on my plate, all this stuff, I'm going to teach you how to dive because that is just as important and it's almost like the it it shows that the act of being a good father is actually what's important and not necessarily the heart of it father he he has to announce i'm a good father in that way and like that kind of speaks to again his kind of like ego and like i've you know i got everything all together Mm -hmm. and and really sets him up to be taken down in that way yeah. Um, oh, so one of the one of the things that so that was one thing that kind of actually flew over my head. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't I didn't get either. Um, and then some of the jokes he was telling when when they were uh, doing they were evaluating him at the psychiatric ward, um, yeah. and he's like entertaining them with all those jokes. I didn't get those jokes when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah. But the, like he shows him a show <laughs> shows him a, a what's it called a Rorschach. Yeah, with the and, sex. Yeah, he's <laughs> the like, dirty "What do you think when you see this?" When you oh see yeah, this? yeah, he's yeah. Like, sex. What do you see when you see this? Sex. What do you see when you see this? Sex. Oh, well, you're obsessed with sex. Well, you're the one drawing all the dirty pictures. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> That's not bad. That's not bad. Yeah. Um. All right, cool guys. Well, let's uh, get to our classic makers then. Uh, I guess I'll, I'll go ahead and start. Um. I I thought it was pretty hilarious when uh they're you're just so you're just talking about the psychiatric ward scene yeah um when they're driving back like uh <laughs> leo's like so dejected that he has to go pick him up and like no yeah. one believes him about how crazy yeah. bob is and they're driving back and he just like stops and goes over to bob's side opens the door <laughs> oh, and vomits his frustration yeah i just i thought that was really I thought that was just really perfect. I, I really appreciated that. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so let's. It's amazing. I gotta say, even though I said my classic maker, one of the things that I was impressed was the range of uh, Richard Dreyfus's acting, mm, mm-hmm. like yeah. going from very calm and collected to way over the yeah. top, but yet believable in a yeah. fun way. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. 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 We- you can totally see it happen, and and that actually that actually is my classic maker. If I can oh okay say that so yeah, there you go. is the gradual deterioration of Doctor Leo and watching that 
unravel before you and just the like it is believable because you can empathize for him because yeah. you know Bob is crazy and you know nobody but Dr. Leo recognizes it mm-hmm. and so you can totally empathize with Dr. Leo as he's deteriorating be like yeah that would be frustrating and then just the the enjoyment I get out of just seeing him just completely lose it <laughs> at the end and like try to kill Bob in this insane way. And then just like, just completely like completely gone by the end of the movie. And I just loved watching that to me. That's what makes it a classic is, is that watching that whole transition uh, unfold is just, I, 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 I can't think of any other movie where I really get to, to see that kind of thing happen. And I loved it. All right. And you know what? What real, I think was a really uh, a fun little nugget in in not contrast, but to go along with that is the mm-hmm. first psychiatrist at the beginning, yeah. where where he <laughs> yeah. looks at the camera and says, "I'm free,", I'm free. and then you're like, "What's that about?" And then yeah. you—that's what the rest of the movie is learning what that's about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. All right, guys, cool. Uh, then with that, uh, let's go to our... We, we like to ask people on our Facebook group, which you can join by going to RetroRewindPodcast.com slash group. Uh, I like to say, hey, um, these are this is the movie we're going to cover. What are your guys' memories? And do you think it's a classic? And so here's what some of you had to say. And in fact, we even got a Twitter feedback. Uh, so I'll read that one first. Uh, long, Paul asks, what do you remember about What About Bob? And lo- our longtime listener, uh, Rob, said the movie reminded him of Chicken. And I don't quite understand that, but cool. Mm. Mm. That's the chicken that they're eating where he's just going, mm. oh, oh, okay. That makes more sense. Thank you. Went in the corn. And- yes. Remember, he's like, "Do you? oh, did you want the breast? <laughs> you know, the chicken? Oh, okay, like, okay. Oh, no, no, you have it. Got it. Is this corn hand chucked? <laughs> That was yeah. that was one of those like things that like as kids we latched onto as like a quotable line. Mom, like if dinner was good, we'd do the. Gosh, like and that got pretty annoying. And then you'd ask your mom, "Is this corn hand chuck?" Yeah. <laughs> You have a salt substitute. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh, guys, um, uh, you're just gearing me up. I get it. I get it. Anyway, so on from <laughs> Facebook, uh, we have a lot of feedback. So I'll try a uh, uh, clip through this. Uh, Chris Uri said, "Ha ha ha ha!" I laughed and I laughed again when I watched it. Nostalgic. Uh, Valerie Geary said, "Baby steps." Uh, Ryan Jackson said, "What about Bob? Never fails to make me laugh." I say, classic. Nate Henderson said, one of the most underrated comedies of the 90s. My family would watch that movie all the time. Bill Murray is awesome as usual, but the real gem in is, is the slowly simmering to a raging boil Richard Dreyfus. So many good lines in this movie. Valerie Powers said, hilarious. Kelly McKintry said, uh, oh, Kelly McKintry Higdon said, Gil. My hubs and I were just talking about this movie. They had great comedic chemistry. Uh, John Non-Gester, thank you, Paul. I said, I'm sailing. (laughs) Sherilyn DeVos-Ritaka 
said, it happens to be my favorite movie of all time. Then uh, Valerie Powers responded to that. I saw it with you in the theater. Do you remember? And then Sherilyn said, uh, you have an amazing memory, Val. Was that in Medford? And then Valerie said, I'm not sure where, but we were going to see Boys in the Hood at first. Uh, we watched the first 10 minutes or so. You hated it, so we snuck out and went to What About Bob? We both laughed all the way through. Uh, then Stephen Richardson said, All I remember is that it was super funny. Uh, Lane Regage, I believe, said, When I first saw it, I thought it was one of the funniest movie, funniest movies of all time, but don't think it holds up. Need to re-watch it and see. Uh, Jeremy Duncan said, Baby Steps. I love this movie, but when you really think about the end result, it's pretty dark. Amber Oliver Nungester said, This movie drives me crazy. They should have killed Bob in the first scene. Smile emoticon. And finally, Deborah Powers, who I think is in my camp. Oh, maybe. What do you remember about this movie? That I hated it. <laughs> I'm sure I'm inflecting correctly for you, Deb. Uh, uh -huh. Speaking of, <laughs> so speaking of hate, hating it, let's talk about things, the things we hated about. What about Bob? And I'll get us going here. <clears throat> and you, we we mentioned how sweet Bob seemed, and like I said, I admit in the beginning he seemed sweet, but as the movie goes on, I feel like he becomes more and more annoying, and he just gets more and more creepy. I I kept I don't know if, have either of you seen um, Cape Fear with Robert De Niro and Nick Nolte? Nope. No. Well, then this is going to be lost on you. But essentially, it, listener, if you've ever seen Cape Fear, I'm essentially picturing uh, I think his name's Casey from that film, which is Robert De Niro's character, who's this. He he went to jail because his lawyer Nick Nolte um, hid some evidence because um, he's this rapist. And then when he when Robert De Niro gets out, he comes and stalks therapist. this stalks this family. Like goes to the theaters they're at, tries to like uh, get his daughter to believe he's a good guy. Just pretty much does all these types of things similar to what Bob does. Like gets creepy. the family on his side. It just gets really creepy and really like terrifying. And so that's what I'm picturing. I mean, I know the music, I think if the music was changed, it would feel a lot more tense how but Bob also, is just always there and not going away. I haven't seen <sighs> the movie, but aren't there also subtle hints like he's doing that in the, for a negative reason? In Cape like, Fear you're talking about? Oh, yeah. yeah. It's very obvious that yeah. he's, See, he wants to like, kill the family. This is like a total... I think, like there, the, the, I think there has been like a recut of the trailer. Yeah. Oh, really? A movie. I think that's been a done horror movie. This. If it hasn't, it totally should because you totally yeah. could easily like that whole opens the door and he's standing there kind of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> yes, indeed. Uh, so that that was one thing that I didn't like is just. It, even though I know it's not meant to, I felt increasingly creeped out by Bill Murray's portrayal of Bob <laughs> as the movie went on. Uh, but did anything creep you guys out? Yes. Oh, what? Well, I was going to save it for a second because I was going to go from mild to more. But if we're talking about creepy, okay. I thought the mom was way too trusting of Bob. Yes. Especially when he says... Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
when when you know they're sleeping, the Bob is sleeping with her son, I you know, know, in their yeah. son's room. That was and and then and then the son says, "Bob's given me a much better thing to to be afraid of than death." And then she says, <laughs> "That's nice, sweetie." <laughs> It's just yeah. there's so many things wrong with yeah. that. <laughs> Agreed. My goodness. Yeah. Um, was something you found wrong about this movie, Chris? Honestly, Nothing. <laughs> I have a blank. I have a blank list under that category. All I right. Did not think of anything that I did not like about this movie. Really? Um, okay. I uh, I think your the point Paul made is is pretty good that certainly like stretched uh disbelief was mm-hmm. that like okay I don't care how nice he seems you're not going to let your son sleep in a room with a man you just met yeah, yeah that, exactly that would never happen um but other than that, like I, I just I think the movie's great. I don't think it's like nonstop laughs all the way. I think a lot of it, the humor comes from the characters and the story rather than like punchlines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So in terms of like, would it hold up today? I don't, you know, compared to certain stuff, I'm not sure. But I think it's it has it has a lot going for it. So I, I'm like thinking of more things I liked about it. Like, <laughs> so, so uh, let me get this straight. Let me let me make sure I understand. Oh no! If you if and if you enjoy listening to Chris on this episode, go back to uh, our episode on Back to the Future Two, which was the last episode we had with Chris. Mm-hmm. Back to the Future Two, you had mm-hmm. things you didn't like about that movie. Back to the Future Two, a Back to the Future movie, you had yeah. things you didn't like. Right. What about Bob? There's nothing you didn't like. Am I am I, I hearing I, this? I, I am I, are these my headphones working? I'm not sure. If I mean, if you compare those two, you can't really compare those two movies because we like, can compare anything. Because 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 Back to the Future, all the stuff it had going for it way exceeds all the stuff. What about Bob has going for it? Just in in fact, it, it's so good. <laughs> With the, the mild things about it frustrate you, so there's more stuff to be frustrated about. <laughs> but if it's a it, matter of ratios, then okay. you know what <laughs> I I thought was a little unbelievable is that okay, Bob's giving going back to what the boy said. Bob's giving me uh, something. What do he, what do you say? Much better or greater than. Death, to be afraid of, uh, yeah, to be afraid of. Yeah. and that's Tourette's. How is Tourette's better to be afraid of? No. Than uh, well, you know what? Because he's sort of playing into his what his dad struggles with, which is being more concerned about the outward appearance of things. And Tourette's is a very outward focused thing. So he's just becoming his dad, which is great. That's that's fantastic. Well, that is a stretch. Way beyond <laughs> the filmmakers ever considered, I'm sure. Which, no. which is which is scarier to be dead or to be alive but not and out of control. control over yourself? Okay, from that aspect, okay, mm-hmm. I agree. It's a philosophical question there. Mm, yeah, I suppose so. Chris right. bringing the philosophy. So I only I only have my tragic maker left. Okay, so. well, all right, <laughs> I got yeah. Here we go, guys. Um, and so, yeah, Bob was a little bit likable at the beginning. 
I feel like Dr. Marvin was very unlikable pretty much throughout. I mean, I, I feel like he's pretty despicable, might be a little too harsh, but I, and there's not a whole lot I like about him. I feel like he doesn't, yeah. like like we're, we've been saying, he just cares pretty much about how other people see him. He's very egotistical. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like he... It, he says to the psychiatrist at the the ward that he tries to get Bob submitted to that um, everyone's playing to Bob's narcissism, but he's very narcissistic. So yeah. that's that was an interesting uh, sort of turn. Yeah. Um, so I didn't I I didn't like uh, Dr. Leo. Uh, I think, and at the same time, I was frustrated that no one would listen to him. It's like yeah. Uh, yeah, totally. No, that's what's great is like I it's No, no, totally, it's not great. It's yeah, frustrating. No, but that is what's you're not supposed to like him. He's not supposed to be likable. He's essentially the Bob is really the hero in this, I think. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, I think cuz Bob's the one you like, Bob's the one you're essentially rooting for, and right. essentially Bob defeats the egocentric psychiatrist at the end. It is kind of interesting because it does almost kind of set it up like you think Dr. Leo is the hero, so you should like him, but it clearly establishes he's he's the one with the flaws that make him less likable, whereas Bob is the one you're really rooting for, Right. I think. You know what? I, that is a valid argument. I cannot... I, that's a good point. So I... I can't. I'll keep saying I can't argue that in different ways. Apparently, I, I, I <laughs> you sort I, of stopped me in my tracks there. Why you're frustrated? Because uh, I don't. En- I don't really. I'm one of these weird people that don't really enjoy the movie Meet the Parents. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't either. Mean. I know what you yeah. mean. I love the movie. I think it's hilarious. But I have a hard time with movies like that that are so frustrating, where the yes. main character is. Being faced with all these, everything is going wrong, and you just yes. feel so bad. For yes, them. yes, yes. Yeah. So I, I think that sort of um, feeds into my frustration as well. Is yeah. the uh, all these things sort of like he can't mm-hmm. catch a break essentially. Yeah. Um. So that that's something else. Uh, I didn't like Doctor Marvin. Didn't like Bob. Um. I don't. Uh, let's see. Okay. So speaking of not liking Bob, with all his issues. How is it that he just totally pulls off pretending to be a cop to sort of get the address out of the the telephone service that Dr. Marvin has? I felt like that was pretty unbelievable that he would he's be just, able to just, just pass his one. And that these people are like, oh, you got a blue cross badge. Oh, obviously you're a cop. Seriously, people? Seriously. <laughs> yeah, because they're they're scared. And so you flash anything in front of them, they're they're going to be like, oh, what's going on? But it's a well. Go ahead. Go ahead. Doctor Leo diagnoses him as a sociopath at one point, right? Which is basically to say he it's he doesn't have the type of personality defects or mental issue where he's not like that's that's really the the gist of the entire movie is the fact that somehow he charms everybody, mm, and right. Doctor Leo's the only one who sees through that. Oh, and so okay. that so the cop thing is a perfect example of that. Where we see, okay, he's just charming those uh, those receptionists. Um, 
Yeah, but don't these people watch like Law and Order and like Cop no. TV? Well, they should. No. Then they know. <laughs> you gotta check for you got you got when you they see a badge. That's fine. Let me call your precinct and make sure that this is an authentic badge. Come on, people. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. Francisco so. likes his comedies <laughs> grounded in, in reality. Yeah. And he, not anybody's enjoys- reality, but his reality. I mean, how many people are really going to call the precinct on the badge? <laughs> he only he only enjoys a farce if it's serious. Yes. <laughs> oh gosh, guys. Um, no, that's it's not shot true. Real time between bathroom breaks. That's a good two-hour span, and it's okay. I don't like any nonsense in my humor. <laughs> Especially the comedy. May I continue yeah. with this movie <laughs> and the things I don't like? Um, we brought up Faye, uh, Dr. Marvin Leo's, yeah. Richard Dreyfus's character's wife. Um, and she says, I think this is the scene where uh, uh, Leo's like looking outside, waiting for the rain to recede, and like oh, yeah. Bob's in the slicker, just sort of sitting there on the couch. And Leo's just like, just hoping the rain will go away. And uh, Faye says to um, like, let him spend the night. And uh, and she makes the argument that right is right. Is is that? Am I remembering that as the yeah. right part? I don't yeah. remember. Okay. Remember well, that. she she says right is right, and and Leo sort oh, of caves yeah, to yeah. that. Yeah, and, we're the, yeah. Um, and They're I'm not gonna th- let him walk in the rain. Exactly. Right? And I'm thinking, yeah. yeah, right is right. And what would be right is for Bob to get the heck out of Winnipesaukee because he shouldn't have been there to begin with. If he would like no. have kept hey, to his word, country, and- they, he didn't break into that town. <laughs> he has every right That's- to stay there, especially at the old couple's house where they invited him to stay. Okay, but I mean, he. He didn't. He he. Um, Dr. Marvin said, "Okay, stay at this, stay at this place. I'll call you, and then you're going to get on the bus and leave." And he doesn't do that. So I don't know why Dr. Marvin doesn't like call the police and say get a restraining order or something because he just keeps coming. And <laughs> I'm busting up my wife. Comedy. Apparently. It's a comedy. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, You know what? <laughs> Francis, anyway, just, so. just get your two half coconuts and trot away. Oh, you mad at this guy, Bob? He just he listen to the law and do what's right. He should listen to the law and do what's right. If Faye's going to bring up the argument of right is right. <sighs> but right is right was based on the fact that, that in their mind, Dr. Leo had wronged Bob. By pushing him in the lake when he couldn't swim and not being nice to him and being rude to him. And so from her perspective, that's all she's seen. She hasn't like seen the other side of it where he's like told him, hey. Well, that's another issue. Why isn't he communicating these things with his wife? Like, okay, Faye, I realize you see this, but all he says is like, he's crazy. But he, she says. Well, he, but he tried. He should have tried harder. <laughs> by calling the police and getting a restraining order. Jeez. Uh, and then checking that badge I don't of that think police. It works that way in that little town. <laughs> I'm sure there's a sheriff. Like, Francisco didn't like the fact that the mice could talk in American Tales. So I don't know. Uh, <laughs> no, I didn't like the, the cats wore Russian outfits. Why would they re- wear those? That's why I didn't. They're like. in Russia. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
The mice he, wearing Russian outfits are okay, but the cats, come on. He didn't like the time travel in Back to the Future. He's like, no, that was time completely travel is actually not legit. possible. Oh, no, it is with a flux capacitor. <laughs> and we do it all the time with this podcast. Uh, anyway, okay, guys, let's get to our tragic makers. <laughs> Gosh. I don't know why you guys won't listen to reason. Okay. Uh, but uh, let's start with uh, Chris. What did you? Were you able to have a tragic, a tragic maker? <laughs> I had no tragic maker. I got no. Man, I, swear, I tried. I tried. I was racking my brain. Like I think the most I could I could think up is um, uh, I heard that uh, Bill Murray and Richard Dreyfus didn't get along. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's so true. Yeah. There will never be a sequel. At least oh. not with both actors, so that's my tragedy. You think there's a little bit of method acting, and it just <laughs> oh, totally, it cr- yeah. It crossed into reality. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> totally. All right. Well, thank, thank you, Chris. I suppose. <laughs> um, Paul what was your uh, tragic maker. It, my tragic maker was this. I didn't have a problem with this as a kid, but as an adult, it really made me think more on uh, an intellectual level. Because oh, really? It goes back. It goes back to what you were saying, Francisco. How he, this guy is able to uh, trick sorry, everyone I'm, into believing he's a good guy. No, no. Impersonate an officer. Mm-hmm. Barge his way through a door, but he can't take. It takes him days to to go through the yes, bus exactly, door. exactly. You know what I mean, yeah, he's a, he's someone who has these problems. I don't, I don't know. I'm not a peace psychiatrist or whatever, but usually what I've seen, just in my limited experience, people who have problems are missing or lacking social skills. They don't pick up on the little uh, subtle Mm -hmm. head nods and things like that. They're not able to abbreviate people's names in a casual way in one sentence and then fall apart the next minute and then bring themselves up. Oh, there's other people around, so I'm Mm going to be, you know, likable and everything. So... It that part confused me, but it all it almost made me think that they weren't really problems to begin with. It was just yeah. like a mental block. So then I it started making me think that this movie isn't really about Bob. It's really trying to show that the uh, psychiatrist is the one with the problems, not Bob. Yeah. Okay, but then. The psychiatrist doesn't have an arc. He only goes from totally bad. <laughs> There's no lesson learned for him. And if that's the main point of the movie, it's kind of frustrating to see that he doesn't know he doesn't learn from his mistakes. Yeah, what is the point of this movie? Why watch this movie? Because it's funny. Freaking hilarious. It's a comedy. Except it's not. <laughs> yes, it is. There are many laugh out loud moments. Disagree. Well, <laughs> and this is the least likable part of it. At least it was for me. Okay, and Chris, this is something you mentioned you liked. I I I seethe. So the Gutmans, I hate them so what? much. It, it flames, it, flames, it, it, flames it, it's okay, Chris. on the side of my Haters face. Are hate, you know, breathing, <laughs> breath, breathing, flame, breathing. 
Uh, I just hate them. But aren't okay, so aren't much. you being like them right now? I mean, I suppose they, so. Yeah. So what you hate most about them is what you should hate about yourself. I would not. Okay. Here's the. Th- here's why I don't like about them. Okay, you're showing hatred towards them like they're showing hatred towards Dr. Oh, would you Leo get, let me get out my, my okay. tragic maker. Oh, now I'm Dr. Leo Marvin. Okay. Is this going to be one of those intolerant of the intolerant kind of things? Exactly. Oh, snap. Okay, where's the mute button for you guys so I can just get out my piece? <laughs> All right, but there has to be quiet while he's on the soapbox. Go for it. Okay, so I'm. why are they so upset that this guy bought their dream house. I mean, okay, they saved up enough money for a dream house. It's not like Dr. Leo came and stole their dream house and then stole their life savings or something. Go buy and I'm sure there's other houses on the lake in this Winnipesaukee Lake. It's not when lake it's not pond Winnipesaukee. It's Lake Winnipesaukee. I'm sure there's tons of other houses on there that they could go buy. Not um, like that one. Okay. Well, Get over yourselves. You're now they're being just like him. They have to have exactly the right outward facing house. No, come on. There's other houses there they can have. And then, um, then be true to your hate, Gutmans. Don't just hate the dad. Hate the whole family. So don't be nope. happy when the, no, the son succeeds. The but no, yeah. No, then and that's no, why they, they can't were be sad. No, that's <clears throat> why were they they were happy when the son succeeded was because it wasn't with the dad and they'd seen the dad trying to do that with the son and then when bob did it and they know how much bob gets under his his skin yeah they were thrilled to see that bob took the place of dr leo that's i don't they think were they were being for. that insightful no i think it was no, just they totally poor, were. That's why they, i i disagree there, there, um, there was a line that they said that that sides with chris <laughs> yeah. and then at the end why are they cheering that the house is blown up. I mean, it, why not? Because so they just lost all hope that they're going to get. Well, what? Yes. Cause you don't, you chop the baby in half. That's why. Oh, okay. Thanks. Solomon. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm serious. If, if they can't have it, they don't want anybody to have it. So then they should be the ones not to get it, especially. Well, either way, like we're not supposed to like be rooting for them. They're just supposed to be, uh, comedy characters so and their They're plot not, device that no. allows for Bob to have a place he's staying. I mean, that's true. Yes, uh, I, in I'm town. not disagreeing with that. Yes, <sighs> and and you get to see like again, kind of building into the like Doctor Leo's kind of like in his own world thinks he's the greatest, like not realizing how much he's right or wrong, how much like he's people. Like, it's another reflection of like he doesn't have it all together. Here's some people who actually hate his guts. Uh, who aren't in his family. and So it's kind of like they are to him what he is to Bob. Like he sees yes. all the flaws in Bob yeah. and the government see all the flaws in him. Yes. Yeah. So it doesn't make they, me like them anymore. I still, no. but okay. okay. I, okay. When you hate the haters, <laughs> you become the enemy. That's right. That's why I love Hitler because I would never <laughs> add hate to his hate. <laughs> Right. Okay, but Paul, uh, logic I have a, to I have, its extreme, ladies and gentlemen. Love your enemies. Uh, all right, that's a good point. Um, Paul, I have I have a, a thought regarding your tragic maker. Oh, um, please. Because you pointed out, okay, it's almost like he doesn't really have these problems. And what did he establish in his very first appointment with Doctor Leo? 
that he makes up problems that he has, that he pretends to have problems. Uh, he's basically a psychological hypochondriac because he makes hmm. up these problems so that he knows he doesn't have them because he, he doesn't have it. He knows he doesn't have it if he knows he's faking it. Right. And so that could be what a lot of those issues are, even the germaphobe thing. Right. Um, the like maybe the crowded spaces thing is real but like a lot of that could be like right so i thought i i was hope i was thinking that maybe the movie would be more on that and Mm -hmm. then show like who the real villain is kind Mm -hmm. of thing you know the gutmans they're the real villain and they did show (laughs) in a way but i wish there was i wish there was a realization on the doctor's part if that's the way they were going. Mm. That would have given you some closure, I think. Right. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, and with that, I think that closes out our uh, hate section. <laughs> right, are you sure, Chris? I'll, I'll give you plenty of chances here. You can. You, I'm sure there's something. Something that you just hate about this movie, right? Like, maybe you hate the lighting or the setting um, or the oh, art here, direction. Oh, here you go, Francisco. Something. I didn't hate the music, but I didn't like it. I thought it oh, served. Yeah. Well. Uh, I, I, it was very forgetful. Yes, it was. I agree with actually, that I, see, I, I even loved the soundtrack. Oh, I'm like, oh there you go. It Sorry, gets, I was trying to help you. No, <laughs> see, it gets stuck in my head like that whole uh, like, especially towards the end when Doctor Leo's totally going crazy. He's got uh, dynamite strapped to Bob, and he's dancing around, and that whole. Dun, 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 dun. Like, I love that. I thought it was great. And why or would he's someone. The jolly good fellow. I don't. <laughs> I mean, I guess I don't understand be just sort of decaying into madness, but I don't, I don't see how everything that happened, how he gets to that point that he's willing to kill this person. It just. I do. I mean, why not? Like I said call the police or you can call and reach out for help oh in other God. places than just because like no. resorting to killing someone. <laughs> he can't help and get out. Just like this Okay, then he can leave. I mean, he could just, his family, <laughs> uh, you know, my family just won't believe me. I will just drive. I will just drive. Oh my and leave and gain witness protection okay, or Francisco, something. What's a, okay, what's an example of a comedy you like? What's an example of a comedy you like? Okay, hold on. Let me look at my shelf here. Uh, liar, liar. Mrs. Doubtfire. Um, Tommy See, that's, Boy. Okay, okay, the perfect, perfect. Okay, those are great examples. Okay. That's that's like asking Miss Robin Williams. Well, Ro- nobody would have dressed as a as a woman and thought they could get away with that but that's the whole premise of i wouldn't have the comedy if you didn't have that liar liar well nobody would actually have the like some kind of thing where they couldn't lie like that's not a real thing like but they, that's true you wouldn't but you wouldn't have a comedy if you didn't have that you know what that's an excellent point chris except this movie wasn't funny so i'm not sure why it's a comedy oh, it's <laughs> oh don't you dare don't you dare it's not funny if you're trying to take it serious. <laughs> so exactly, and I'm taking it serious. Come on, guys. That, it's like you. Uh, this is documentary, right? It's like read, reading reading Calvin and Hobbes. That stuff, Tiger wouldn't talk to Calvin. I actually don't care for Calvin and Hobbes too much. I mean, oh, I think they're fine, but seriously, <laughs> I don't oh, know man. if I can continue this podcast. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's uh, get to our fire and solution. Alice, take it away. 
All right, I'm sure we kind of can probably figure out how this is going to go down, but uh, let's uh, rate this movie. What about Bob? Whether we think it's a classic, we recommend anyone go out and see this. A nostalgic, we'd only recommend you watch this again if you've seen it before. Or a tragic, we wouldn't recommend anyone see this, whether or not you've seen it before. Let's begin with our guest host, Chris. How do you rate What About Bob? Um, I'm almost on the fence. I could go nostalgic or classic. Oh, really? But, I, but with I think nothing you didn't like, it's well. On okay, the but fence. here's here's the thing. Because I, when I when you said originally, I was thinking classic would okay. have to mean like well known and generally liked. Oh, okay. Um, but I think based on just like me personally, like would I recommend this mm-hmm. uh, to anyone? And it's not just like nostalgic. Uh, I'd have to say definitely I'd, I'd keep the classic rating. All right. <sighs> Paul, what's your rating? <laughs> Let's rip the Band-Aid off and call this a classic. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so that's, yeah. uh, that's three classics. So good. I'm glad we're all in uh, consensus here. So Well, at least it rates it classic. I think you misheard, two, two Chris. I rate this a tragic. <laughs> I, classic, right. I, I don't. Heard think this is worth watching i just i don't enjoy it oh my God. definitely want to recommend my kids watch the it psychology behind this is i it's not funny <laughs> i mean there are there are funny moments but it's just like it's okay. more of a trial to watch it for me because it's just like i hate seeing someone with like that no one's gonna listen to you the whole time okay. and this character that everyone likes but we all know is crazy it's just like it's it's that we know it's the information the audience knows that no one else seems to know and i think that just adds to the frustration instead of I think trying we need to, to have put... like dr leo in here, here in the studio to really analyze francisco's uh, <laughs> yeah. psyche what happened in the past that made you dislike anyway <laughs> actually you know what my uh my buddy nate henderson who's a co-host on my show and he's yeah. been on this show uh-huh. actually uh uh was a psych major oh really and uh so we should really have him on to uh to analyze you based on uh, his outdated psych <laughs> education i guess <laughs> Well, let's get on that. Maybe when, next time he comes, he, I think he's scheduled for one of the upcoming episodes. So we can, if we remember, we'll ask him, hey, Nate, why do you think I don't like What About Bob? No, okay, but, but I, I can totally, like, I've, I have avoided movies um, based on that, like, I don't want to go, like, I don't feel like going and seeing a movie where the main character is just going to suffer the whole time and everything mm-hmm. goes wrong. Because I'm sure. with you there. Like, that was hard. I love Meet the Parents, but that was, that is something that's, like, really hard to watch. Yeah, I mean, really. Passion of the Christ, everything goes wrong for him. Jeez. <laughs> that's yeah, not yeah. true. He, so, he steps on the snake's head. That's true. Um, <laughs> and if you stay to the end. <laughs> I know. I'm kidding, of course, guys. <laughs> um, anyway, all right. So, according well, to the retro. Here, here. Oh, okay, okay. What, what? Next time something like that happens, instead of I trying to put yourself in Doctor Leo's shoes, put yourself in Bob's shoes. Yes. No. According to the Retro Rewind <laughs> podcast, <laughs> we rate. What about Bob? 
I disputed a classic movie. Um, we'd yeah. recommend, <laughs> I guess, go out and see this, even if you haven't seen it before. Uh, else, uh, please bring up YouTube now and get me out of this hole. YouTube systems engaged. All right, guys, do we have anything uh, contemporary we'd like to recommend other people uh, see or experience, whether it's like a movie or a book or maybe uh, a cool map that you got that is just totally awesome? What's new on your tube? And let's start with Chris. Does it have to be new, new, or can it be? It doesn't have to be new. It has to be new to you, essentially. Okay. All right. Um, So this is cheating slightly, I think. Because they're, I'm I'm a huge fan of B movies. Um, I love movies that are so bad they're good, and so these are actually two movies um, that are on my list okay. that I want to see really soon. But uh, you haven't they, seen them. I have not seen them yet. Oh, okay. So, I, I, so I this is Eugene. By the time like, this comes out, you probably will have seen them. Yeah. Okay. And, and that you recommend it. And I've <laughs> I've seen I've seen enough of them to know that it's got enjoyable aspects to it so cool there are two two terrible b movies one is called hard ticket to hawaii okay and that came out i think in the 80s all right and uh i saw a a movie clip from it and it is seriously like the best movie clip i've ever seen okay um to even attempt to describe it would probably do it injustice but it involves um Playing fri- randomly, picking up a, a game of frisbee with a stranger who's got a semi-automatic. <laughs> and, is there is and, there a way you can send a link to that that clip to Francisco so you can have it in the show notes? Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Thank you. Um, but it, it looks it looks amazing. Um, and uh, and I actually I I just purchased it on DVD. Oh, <laughs> so commitment. I'm, oh hoping to watch it soon it was like five bu- it was in a you get like 12 crappy movies for five oh, bucks yeah yeah, kind of yeah. Thing. Mm-hmm. and it was among them i'm like as soon as i saw that clip i'm like i have to do that. <laughs> um so that's number and one then, and so the other one was uh, it's called fateful findings okay and it's it's a uh, newer one and um it's one of those movies where like the dude wrote directed and starred in his own movie. Okay. And it look it's some kind of like he finds out all the government secrets and it looks so terrible <laughs> um, that I I'm uh, and it's it's free on if you have Amazon Prime. Oh, okay. Um, cool. It, it's free to stream there. So uh, but it looks it looks pretty amazing. So That was Fate for what? Fateful Findings. Fateful Findings. Okay. Yeah. It the preview looks amazing. All right. Very there good. You go. Thank you, Chris. Chris uh, you oh. liking terrible movies, I don't know, is really helping our rating for What About Bob? Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Interesting. <laughs> I like movies that are so bad they're good, and then What About Bob is just it's good. It's good. Yeah, okay. you keep telling yourself that. Paul, what is new on YouTube? Mashed potatoes and gravy, Francisco. You've got to read this new book called Baby Steps. It helps me. It can help you. It's amazing. Seriously, Paul, what's new on YouTube? Okay. So I've had this. um, It's an app. It's, It's at least on Android. I don't know if it's on 
um, iOS, but I've been using it to play uh, audiobooks. Okay. It's called uh, Smart Audiobook Player. It's free. Oh, nice. Um, what I love about it is that any what, one of the frustrations I have, especially listening to podcasts or an audiobook, whatever, if uh, depending on how your phone's set up, if there's a noise, a notification that goes off, or if the phone rings, or if you stop, it it can stop uh, right there. But then when you pick it up later, you're like, okay, where was I? So what this does is that it actually, when it stops or you interrupt it or pause, it will rewind back a couple seconds, a second or two. Mm-hmm. So to make sure that you don't miss anything, or mm. if you if you pause long enough, it'll actually go back. 20 to 10 to 20 seconds to make so that you know where you were yeah, so yeah. You continue on. So, I mean, I wish I could listen to my uh, podcasts on anything really through this app. Uh-huh. And I'm sure there's a way you can download it separately, but uh, it's, it's basically an audio book player. Okay. Very nice. cool. And so you can play like your audible books through there. there does the, right. is there any format essentially of, I'm not sure how audio books usually are gotten i'm not sure either i know i've played mp3s on it so um, okay cool yeah it's called smart audiobook player nice um just quick aside i use a a podcast player called overcast.fm is the website overcast.fm and it does a similar thing where if if um, when you restart it it'll go back a few seconds to get you going and I'm not That's sure if it goes back 20 or 30 seconds when you've been away for a while, but at least something like 10 seconds, I think. Um, That's good. Yeah. I, 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 it wasn't like a feature that, like, oh, that's why I want this player, but it was a nice, oh, that's cool that it does that. Yeah. Um, I believe, though, that is a, they have a web version of that, but I believe the app is only iOS. I don't think it's Android for that. Hmm. But that is not my new tube. My new tube is John Wick. Have either of you guys seen that? No, I heard it was really good though. I I just purchased it <laughs> and I don't I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> because I've heard so many people say it's good. Okay. I think it came out I don't think it was that's last old. or maybe the year before. Um Dude, that's like whoa. <laughs> whoa. <laughs> no, it's excellent. <laughs> um, not that old. Not that old. Uh I really I really enjoyed it. Um it's very violent, I guess. Oh, on, on, no kung fu. The, he he knows martial arts, and it, it's it's very cool to see. Like, wow, he he's kept up with his uh, training from the Matrix because it sure looks like he's doing a lot of his own martial arts stunts. Um, I'm sure he is. Yeah. So yeah, it's very action packed. Um, it is is does have a lot of um, like Christy, my wife would say, uh, brain matter gore. A lot of like blood from headshots and whatnot. It, on a range, on a violent range scale, I would say it's not as violent as the movie Dread, which is based on comic book character Judge Dread. Um, but okay. it's probably a bit more violent. Well, it's a different kind of violence than 300. Um, mm. But I'm trying to think of another, another action movie that is pretty violent. Um, Hardcore yeah, Henry, it's, that's it's, pretty violent. I have not seen Hardcore Henry, so I don't know where that would be on the on the scale. But it has uh, a lot of uh, brain matter. Right? All right, then it's probably about the same. Uh, yeah. What were you going to say, Chris? You said it, it, 
It was between 300 and Dread? Yeah, I would say that in okay. terms of That's a good frame, overall frame of reference for me. blood okay. violence. Um, so, yeah, it's I, I enjoyed it, though. Is is very If you want to see a character like try to get justice for the wrongs against him, it's a good movie for that. Not that I believe he's the right one to deal out the justice he is or that his justice is proportional to his wrong, but... It's enjoyable nonetheless. Um, okay. So go see John Wick and go see or go use what was the app name, Paul? Smart something? Smart audio? Smart audiobook player. Smart Three audiobook Smart player? Audiobook player. Got it. And also go find possibly um, it was fa- Fateful Findings and Hard Ticket to Hawaii? Yes. All right. And I sent you the links for both of those. Sweet. Uh, clips. Thank you very yeah. much. All right. Hey, what what about Bob? Oh, sorry. Uh, so let's move on to our feedback section now. Comsat online. Receiving incoming transmission. Alrighty, a few things before we get to our feedback. We have a couple, just a typical show announcements and one new show announcement. If you're new to the show, the movies we cover are actually voted on by you, the listeners. And you can join in that voting by going to RetroRewindPodcast.com slash CasterVote. Uh, and so we're currently in the middle of our set of movies that you vote on. We usually do a set of five, though this one happens to be a set of six because of Terminator doing a sequel Go back and listen uh, a few episodes ago to why we decided to do six. But if uh, just so you know sort of what's in the lead right now, if we were to stop voting right now, uh, the next five movies you would have would be The Truman Show, Jaws, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Predator, and The Phantom Tollbooth. Oh, wow. So nice. if, if those sound good to you, go vote them up so that they stay at the top. Or if you want something else, like maybe you want, I don't know, Space Jam higher, go vote that up or vote some of the others down, and that could raise it up. And In the Army Now <laughs> is currently sitting at number t- uh, 11. <laughs> that quickly. That quickly. Holy we just added it last episode. <laughs> wow. I have not voted on it at all, by the way. So... Uh, Son-in-law, another comedy that's better than What About Bob. Uh, anyway, uh, so the, that's our our announcements. Oh, that's one of our announcements. Another one is I recently did a fun thing. Uh, I decided I wanted to go through um, and create a playlist, which I'm calling the Retro Rewind Podcast uh, OST or Original Soundtrack, which essentially I'm trying to take one song um, from each of the movies we've covered and creating essentially a long playlist or a long album of those songs. So if you go to RetroRewindPodcast.com slash soundtrack, you, that you'll go, <clears throat> that'll take you to the Spotify link for that. Unfortunately, that's that's what I'm using. I wish RDO was still around if I'm going to get another soapbox, but it's not, so I had to go with Spotify, so that's where the playlist is at. And currently we are up to about 46 songs. So if you just want to go and listen to random stuff, any, things from Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious all the way to like uh, Badge of the Bone 
it's quite a, quite a mix of uh, songs there. But I, what I, movie is Bad to the Bone from? Um, it's from Major Pain. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking Problem Child, but we haven't covered that. <laughs> no, we have not. Uh, so go check that out. Now to feedback from you, the listeners. Uh, we have, let's see. Uh, first, for our feedback uh, regarding our War Games episode, uh, Christopher Battles said, listen to this while spraying weeds. I would like to watch it again now. Uh, I don't remember it really. So, yeah, definitely go out and watch that War Game. Go out and watch that, Christopher. Uh, then from Twitter, we... Especially before you watch Ready Player One, whenever that comes out. Oh, yeah, because there's a big spoiler in there from Danae. I think you said you had mentioned, Paul. Well, in the episode, yeah, but it's good to watch that movie before you see the movie. Or read the book. Or read the book, sure. But if anyone... Never mind. Okay. (laughs) I know. We're we're covering movies, so most likely our listeners will go out and see the movie when it comes out. Good point. Anyway, uh, then we got some feedback from Twitter. Uh, Diego, who's at a Latina lawyer on Twitter, said uh, about a month ago, uh, we, um, actually Paul, uh, clued me into Google Rewards. Well, last week I bought a full Batman graphic novel Graphic novel with it. It was a yeah. Batman Night of Owls. I'll also probably use it to rent movies from Google Play as well. I do lots yeah. of traveling around for work, so it really has been easy to build up uh, 10 cents to 25 cents at a time. So nice. awesome. That's so cool that you're able to to use Paul's new tube to get a graphic novel. That's so great. Profit. Um, to what? Profit. Where's Pro- the Mario coin sound effect? <laughs> uh, let's see. Cha-ching. I just have the power, the power up one. I don't have the, yeah. ch- the ching. Yes, exactly. Um, so that's awesome. Uh, then uh, actually Diego also w- had a comment to our uh, War Games episode as well. He said, uh, another stellar intro. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, uh, poor Alice just wants validation for her robo feelings. <laughs> uh, you'll have to go back and listen to the War Games intro if you want to know the context for that. Anyway, uh, P.S. asked a friend today, ever seen War Games? And his immediate reply was, saw it on the big screen, brother. I'd piss on a spark plug if it if I thought it would help. And so that was funny right. that that was a standout line for Paul and that that's the uh, Diego's friends memory. Uh, all right. So if you would like to leave us feedback on this episode or any other, the best, the best places to do it are on our comment section for this show. Again, retro rewind podcast.com slash 88 or on our Facebook group or on Twitter, uh, which you can find us at retro rewind, retro rewind cast. Uh, now, before we get to Nav Point Omega, Paul, how are we going to get there? Uh, with Alice? Good point. On this ship? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, next anyway, time we'll sale. be going... Maybe, we'll sale. see. Yes, exactly. I don't know, because there is a different kind of time travel. As you will see next time when we go back to the year 1984 for the movie Terminator. Oh, yes. The one-way time travel. Yeah. But until then, you can find us on the RetroJunkies.com, RetroRewindPodcast.com, and listen to us on iTunes, Stitch Radio, or whatever podcast thing you'd like to. 
And so you can support us through Patreon and PayPal and follow us on Twitter, Pinterest, Instagram, and Facebook. But if you want to find me specifically, go to pauljpowers.com, and I have all my social media links there where you can find me. Awesome. Thank you, Paul. Thank you for being an awesome friend, awesome co-host, and I love your brand of crazy. It's awesome. Oh, it's the basket weaving kind of crazy. Huh? <laughs> no more of the superhero kind of crazy. Uh, then I'd also like to say a special thank you to our guest, Chris. Thank you for coming back and being a regular guest host. It's so awesome to have you again. Um, where can people find you online? And is there anything you'd like to promote? Uh, you can find me online at popmockers.com. That's my flagship podcast that I haven't updated in a little bit. Um, other than that, you can also find me on on my personal website, madcowan.com. Nice. Or uh, I would say follow me on Twitter, but most of my Twitter are just tweets of my Facebook posts. So <laughs> nice. <laughs> I guess you can follow me on Facebook, facebook.com slash Chris Cowan. Okay. That works. Sweet. So there you go. Awesome. Well, thank you again, Chris. And you can find me, Francisco, on Twitter. I'm at FXRUIZX, and I want to promote my services as a web and graphic designer. Check out my portfolio at FXRDesign.com. Uh, thank you so much to you, though, for listening, subscribing, supporting, sharing the podcast. Um, you know what? I, I pray that pretty much before each episode that this podcast will bring enjoyment to someone out there listening. So I hope your day was brightened by listening to even though this discussion was about this horrible movie, I am glad, <laughs> glad you, I hope you had enjoyment in listening. Um, but like a Pokemon, we got to catch y'all later on the next episode of the Retro Rewind podcast. Retro Rewind mission complete. Proceed to Nap Point Omega and return to base. think we're gone we're not gone that's the whole point we're never gone <laughs> is this some sort of radical new podcast you see are these are you pulling quotes from the, the imdb yeah. or something yeah oh, okay nice. what about Bob? i like it no that's good i'm glad you're on point with that um yeah because i had nothing other than like i'm sailing or something like that i'm podcasting okay. <laughs> I'm a podcast. I'm podcasting. Wow.